Good evening, fellow DJs. This is DJ Milo here with my main man, DJ Matt. How you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. I think that uh, we got a pretty jam-packed show ahead of us. Oh my it's, word! It's dude. been a week and a half it's, since we've uh, recorded our last pod. It's uh, it's it's, it's, it's just been a minute, just over a week. Yeah, but been, even still, yeah, a lot has happened since then. Uh, but before we get into some of the news around the NFL, we wanted to talk about our listener league draft that happened last night. Uh, First time ever we've done a listener league. We've got some varying levels of uh, experienced players. We're, we're excited to see what uh, what happens. So we we had quite a few questionable picks uh, early on, even in the first round with uh, Joe Mixon going at the number four overall position. Yeah, that that I mean it, it caught me by surprise. Um... I wasn't totally opposed to it, I, I will admit. Um, no, I, I wasn't totally opposed with some of the news about uh, Kamara and Cook possibly holding out even longer and Joe Mixon just signing his huge yeah. contract extension. Can you believe that $48 million cures migraines? Yeah, it's, it's insane, man. <laughs> it's like, you pay me enough money and then all my problems go away. That's how, that's how life works, isn't it? Capitalism, that's gotta how, love it. Yeah, it, it, it um, yeah, it, it solves everything. Obviously. So uh, yeah, we we had a great time last night, uh, and like like Matt was saying, we had some varying um, experience levels uh, in in the draft. It was um, we we had we we, we had, took someone's um, draft virginity last yes, night. Yes, we did. And league virginity. It yeah. was it was pretty exciting. This was his first ever fantasy football league, so. Um, and you can tell because he took Tom Brady in the seventh <laughs> round. Yeah, he sure did. He took Tom Brady over uh, Deshaun against, Watson. Oh, did he take him over Watson? I didn't even notice that. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's right because he went right after I picked Wilson. Yeah. Oh, and I told him, wait until at least the ninth or tenth. You you can get him. There. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have even drafted. I, I, Brady I know. All. And I tried to say that you don't. He's not. Look, looking like a great candidate for fantasy this year. Uh, like, not bad. Not bad by any means. Very serviceable quarterback, but not a top-end guy that's going in the seventh round, in my opinion. Um, but he did not quite listen to me. <laughs> um, I, I tried to give him the advice, uh, try to help him out as much as I could uh, during his first draft. And I think he did make some solid picks early on, but... Tom Brady was not one of them. Uh, he took LaShawn McCoy after the Leonard Fournette uh, news came out. Uh, and he, you know what? Rob Gronkowski went early too. I think he was in like the sixth round or something. Like something gross. Uh, and he was disappointed that he did not get Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, Gronk went in the sixth round as the uh, tight, tight end six uh, oh. in our draft. Yuck. Yeah, um, I I haven't. Uh, I'm not drafting Gronkowski at all this year. We we've if, talked if, about this before. Exactly. We, if yeah. he and like like I said before, if he falls to me in the 16th round, I'm still not taking him. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't blame you. Um, yeah, so it was. Yeah, we had a, we had a great time. Uh, we, we had some. <laughs> it was a long draft. Oh my word. Yeah. So we didn't want to make it easy on our listeners because they're 
competing for a cash prize at the end of this. We're, we're giving them 200 bucks to the winner if they can beat us. So, and they don't have to pay anything to get into this league. So we're like, well, we don't want it to just be chalked up to dumb luck that they win. They, they have like a good draft and that's, that's all it takes to, for them to win. So we have a pretty deep roster. Uh, we got one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, tight end, and two flex spots. So it's not like your, your standard leagues, one QB, two running back, two wide receiver, one flex, and a tight end. Like, you know what? It's, nope. Yeah, it, no, no kickers in this no, league. Oh, and no kickers. We do have defense as well. Yeah, we, yeah we, defenses, they, they, do ha- they do play uh, somewhat into the strategy of uh, yep. fantasy football. And I think uh, that they're... Especially when you, when, when you look at matchups, right? Yeah, they're That's more strategic important. than kickers because kickers, you're relying on an offense to do pretty good, but not well enough that they, they get into the end zone. You want your kickers, if you're picking them in leagues, to... Be, you want you want the teams that they're on to make it to you know like the the forty the thirty of the opponent and then they can kick a field goal and I don't like banking on strategy based around how well a team does uh, I'd rather just have my pl- players go off because you could have the best kicker in the league but if their team can't make it past the fifty yard line your kicker's not going to get any points <laughs> so I, we we decided not to go with kickers in this one. Um, in other news, we are we just finished up a uh, writers league draft as well last week. The the day after we had uh, recorded the podcast last week, we had a writers league for the sporter, uh, who we are contributing to. Uh, that was an eighteen team league. That uh, was uh, that was that was brutal, man. Oh, it, it's so tough to find value, uh, especially with running backs in that league. You managed to get a couple... You, you, I mean, I, I thought you had the steal of the draft, drafting from the 18th spot from and the eight, still getting... From two, the 18th spot, I was able to get two solid running backs. Uh, one uh, was my first pick, uh, Aaron Jones, and then immediately after, James Conner. Yeah. Now, I didn't expect to get a decent running back. I, I, I saw that I was get in a the... top 12 running back. I saw that I was in the 18th spot and i was i was not thrilled at first um but but i've been in so many i've been in so many uh drafts this year um last night's draft was my 18th draft including best balls That's crazy. and uh i i i i had uh, made it i told everyone in the chat there i said yeah being my 18th draft i've in two-thirds of my leagues so 12 of those drafts i've been in the bottom three picks i haven't had a top i haven't been inside the top four ones that's insane. I I mean, I've been inside the top three picks. Actually, each time at number two slot, uh, three times so far. Uh, not in any of my fantasy leagues, just in best ball. Uh, but that was my seventeenth draft last night, including best ball. So we've been uh, we've been going ham <laughs> this off season uh, or preseason, I guess, uh, before the league starts, trying to get ourselves out there in as many leagues as we can. Uh, I'm playing in seven leagues this year and countless other best ball leagues. I mean, or I guess I just did the count them. We're at, what, 11? <laughs> 11 like or that. 12 or yeah. something like that? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, of course, the, the best balls, I don't, I don't mind. I, I, I'll enter as many best balls as, as I um, 
as I feel the need to because I, it doesn't take any um, doesn't take any time during the season, right? Uh, um, exactly. I, I can focus on the seven leagues that I'm in, yeah. and um, with the best ball, you, I mean, you 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 draft your team and you forget about it and you see how you did at the end. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm going to actually read off my team from the Sporter uh, Riders League. So we'll just keep in mind it is an 18 team league. So you see some of these depth pieces or whatever. It's don't, don't, don't judge too hard. So I've got Cam Newton as my quarterback, which I thought was a great deal. And Miles was a little upset at me <laughs> for taking Cam Newton because he was actually trying to trade with me uh, during that round to move up and pick Max Stafford. However, one of the auto drafters in that league ended up taking Stafford uh, two picks before it ended up. Coming yeah, that was uh, that that was upset. That yeah. was upset. So then I asked Miles what he thought about Cam Newton, and in my mind, I was I was hoping he was down on Newton because that's who I was planning on taking, and I thought that I could get him at the 18th pick rather than the 11th pick in that round. So I was willing to move back. I'm like, oh yeah, and then Miles says. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to take Kim Newton. I'm like, okay then, I guess I'm not trading with you. And I, I kind of set him up uh, in, a, in a very mean way. <laughs> it kind of felt bad. I was not happy. Um, he, he did he did say that uh, he felt bad about it after. So at least I, there was, I, I really did. There, there was some remorse. There. Because I thought that he, I, I hadn't heard him talk about Cam Newton a whole lot this year. Um, and I, I didn't know how he felt about him, so I thought he would just probably wait another round or whatever, try and uh, trade up and grab one of the receivers on the board at the time. But no, he he was targeting Cat, Cam Newton, and uh, I, I took him from him, <laughs> unfortunately. All the other uh, teams in, in between our two picks had quarterbacks already, so we we figured that we we were safe to wait until the end of the round, or he did, but then he told me that he was going after Cam Newton, so I snagged him up. <laughs> like the dick I am. Yep. Oh well, it is what it is. That's uh, that's fantasy football. It's a uh, it's it, it can be cutthroat at times. Um, and uh, you, you got to know know who you're drafting with. Yeah. Right. Um, if you know you're drafting like with a cuck like me, you know you, you can't expect to get any of your guys. Anyways, getting back to my team after that little uh, segue away. I uh, got Miles Sanders as my top running back, Jordan Howard as my next best running back, and he felt me, thank God, because he was the last starting running back available. Yeah, like, no, we were we were talking about this during the draft. Uh, we, we're, we didn't draft yeah. together, but um, we were texting yeah. uh, during it, and um, he's telling me, he's, he, I'm asking him, I said, what, what's, your, what's your deal here? What, do you, what are you trying to, like, you need a running back, and... It's it's because wide receiver value just kept falling to me. Yeah, I've been in the I've been in the in the same boat in a mm -hmm. lot of my best balls where I'm loaded at receiver because of the value, and I'm stuck with uh, like you, Jordan Howard, Mm -hmm. as my third running back. Which I don't want Jordan Howard as my third running back. Well, I got him as my second running back, so that's even worse. (laughs) Again, eighteen team league. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, So for my first receiver, got Robert Woods, then Cortland Sutton Sutton as my second receiver, and that's that was who I ended up taking to push Jordan Howard to falling to me into in the next round. Um, He was the reason why I didn't take guys like Raheem Mostert. I think he was on the board. Pretty sure Mark Ingram just went, but Cam Akers, I think, was still on the board. And I, I was willing to wait and try and get Howard the next round. It worked out. Ended up grabbing George Kittle as my tight end uh, in the second round. I thought uh, 
his value was pretty good there. Uh, I don't normally take the strategy of grabbing a tight end early. However, there is a significant tier break between uh, Kelsey and Kittle and the next best tight end in um, Mark Andrews, in my mind, and Zach Ertz. That, that next tier of uh, tight ends is significantly lower enough for me where I felt comfortable taking George Kittle in the second round. Um, and yeah, I'm hoping he works out for me. He's playing yeah. Arizona week one, so that's going to be a smash matchup. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I was against the uh, tight end early, uh, especially in an 18-team draft. Yeah. Um, that was not something I would have done in, uh, in, in your position. I still like my team, though. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah your team is still yeah. looking, uh, looking all right here. Then for my other uh, running backs, I've got Damian Harris and Reichwell Armstead. Not bad at all, I think. Uh, other wide receivers got Anthony Miller, Paris Campbell, Brian Edwards, and Van Jefferson. And I like all of my depth pieces, uh, especially as potential breakouts. How about your team, Miles? How's, how's that looking? Yeah, so uh, I'll run through my starters. Um, as as I mentioned earlier, I started off with uh, Aaron Jones and James, James Conner on the wheel. Um, I don't mind being on the wheel. Uh, in an 18-team league, it's tough. But I was still able to get uh, these, these two solid running backs. Yeah. And then... Uh, Coming back with Keenan Allen and uh, Ronald Jones, who at the time um, <laughs> it, it was it was like yeah. it, was, it felt this, like a this great was last pick. Wednesday. This was last yes, exactly. This was last Wednesday, um, and it's eh, now with the Fournette signing in Tampa, it's a little bit up in the air. Yeah. Um, although we are we have seen a report um, that uh, Rojo is still the guy there. Arians is still going to feed him the ball. Yeah. And it's his backfield to lose. Yeah. So uh, Leonard Fournette was just a hell of an insurance policy. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're so. referring to him as a very, very good insurance policy. And it, hey, he certainly is. Oh, um, not bad when that's the RB2 on your team. <laughs> not at all. Um, so, yeah, so my running backs, uh, Aaron Jones, James Conner, and in the flex, I've got Ronald Jones. Um, receivers, uh, Keenan Allen, Christian Kirk. Um and then I was also able to get Debo Samuel uh, in the middle of the draft. That could really pay off for you. Yeah, and depending uh, on how severe his injury was. Well, he's he's probable probable playing week one now. Yeah, I, so. I saw that. However, I, I probably wouldn't start him week I'm, one. I'm not. No. Uh, he's he's uh, he's staying actually on my injured reserve. Yeah. Um, just I, so I can I would have, wait. Yeah, just see, so I can have see how he does. Space. Wait until he gets back into it. Wait, exactly. wait until he has like one solid game, and then you can yeah. feel comfortable starting yeah. him. And then also uh, sticking with the Niners' uh, offense there, I did take uh, Brandon Ayuk as well. So I, I have a piece of that, uh, whoever ends up getting the ball anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my bench is very wide receiver heavy. Yeah. Um, I only have the one running back reserve, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get to him a little bit later uh, when we talk about some sleepers, but um, Brian Hill. Um, he's he he is on. He's my fourth running back, which again, eighteen team league. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, um, the, there was a news report that came out today saying that Brian Hill uh, is looking like the guy who would take over for Todd Gurley if Gurley went down. Uh, yeah, there's still a clear separation between Gurley and the next best running back in Atlanta, but as of right now, Brian Hill looks like he's the guy. Yeah, uh, to and, take over. Yeah, I'm happy that I got Brian Hill. Uh, I'm going to be making some moves uh, in the league um, uh, to to fill my running back void. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we'll see how it goes. And then the tight end position, uh, Hunter Henry, who I'm I've always been high on since the end of the league. Um, 
unfortunately, his rookie season was well and sophomore season. Well, I guess it was just a sophomore no, just season. A sophomore just a sophomore season, season. Yeah. was cut short uh, due to due to injury after a pretty solid rookie campaign. Yeah, what was it an ACL tear? Yeah, it wasn't yeah something like ACL that. tear. One, one of those camp, ones. <laughs> and then um, because I ended up getting um, screwed over on Cam Newton. Um, I end up I end up waiting a, a couple more rounds uh, on a quarterback, and uh, I I'm I'm okay with Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, at um, solid. Yeah, I'm I'm super happy with Ryan Tannehill. Floor. Yeah, yeah uh, I I can see him putting up um, sixteen to eighteen points a week. That's fine for me. It's basically, what he did at the end of last season. At the end of last at the end of last season, his last six games, uh, he averaged over it was about twenty points a game. Yeah, I, I know. I had him in a super flex league that yeah. year, and I got him for dirt cheap. I think I paid eight bucks in fab in a hundred dollar fab league, mm-hmm. and I rode him till the end. Ended up uh, trading away one of my other QBs, I think, or no, actually, I, I traded Tannehill away to gain some. Uh, I forget who I got, but I think it was a wide receiver. Anyways, made it to the final in that league, lost it, but didn't pay off full fully. But that's okay. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, so that's my team. Um, I'm happy. I'm happy with it, uh, considering it's an 18 team league, and I, and I was at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll, we'll see. Uh, I'm projected to win my first week's matchup against. I can't recall who it's against, but um, we'll, we'll see. actually here. I'll, I'll have a I'll have a quick look here while I've got it up. It is against. Jay McKinstry. Yes, who was actually in our listener, listener league. league as yeah. well. Um, yeah, so Jay, Jay McKinstry, uh, he, he had a decent, he was the guy, he was the guy who took Mixon. Yeah. Um, at fourth overall in, the, in our listener league, his team is not looking, his receivers are Jerry Judy and James and Crowder. Yeah. He's got some rough receivers in the sporter league. Uh, yeah. I've been trying to try trade with him, but he is a stubborn son of a gun. Won't give me he any is. room to and work with. He, for whatever reason, he's rostering two quarterbacks. In a league with such, um, there's only five bench spots. Yeah, there's only five bench spots, and he's wasting one of them with Teddy Bridgewater. He's got a. I I would recommend for him to drop him and try and grab another depth. Of course, but of course, you know what? He's totally entitled to do whatever he wants to do. Yeah, and uh, we'll see if he's listening to uh, to this episode. And uh, he might. Yeah, he might. He said he he said he would. would. I think he followed us as well. So that's starting to check us. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that that's the Sporters, the Sporter Writers League. Uh, we we briefly mentioned the Sporter uh, in our last episode, or one of our last episodes, anyway. That we had uh, joined forces with them and, yes. uh, in the uh, in some DFS sports gaming and um, some season long. Um, we've we've got a couple. I think we've got about four articles up on their website right now. Yeah, um, your betting articles are up there. Yeah, yeah. So you've they got some of uh, want some me of them. as a fantasy guy. No. They're fantasy writers right now. Oh, I, I would have some opinions uh, that, that differ from theirs. But yeah, I think that's we've, okay. We've both had some opinions that differ from the current writers there. But, it's okay. Uh, I didn't want to be included anyway. No. Uh, I, I think they made the right choice in going with me as their uh, sports yeah, gaming yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll get my prop betting up there because I've been crushing it. You thrive. have been. Uh, I, 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 not winning every single night, but overall I am up... Uh, 175 bucks, and that was just with entering uh, with $50 originally. So I'm, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, hit again last night on uh, one of my NBA picks. Been uh, 
been been doing pretty well and i think you you're back to even right yeah i'm actually back to even i started off really really um i started off doing very well and then uh i, I took took a bit of a hit i was getting risky uh entered a couple more contests rather than just doing some props um just trying to go for the for the bigger payouts because uh, that's <laughs> how i am <laughs> what you never nah never <laughs> so um yeah that, that's where we're at uh with that i'm I, I I'm feeling good about my props tonight. Uh, we we did have a couple just start um, in the uh, in the NBA here with uh, the Raptors and Celtics uh, going uh, going to Game Three. And make sure if you are uh, going to start fantasy to use the promo code DGENS20. That's D E G E N S twenty for twenty dollars additional to your first deposit of twenty dollars or more. Yeah, that's forty dollars uh, or more for just twenty dollars. That's what? pretty good, and it gets it gets deposited straight into your account. Yeah, right, and um, and straight into ours, buddy. Let's make some money. Let's sell out. <laughs> <laughs> we we may sell out. Hey, <laughs> it's for a good cause, <laughs> aka our bank accounts. <laughs> oh, we're awful. We're terrible. Uh, anyways, another cool thing is we are going to be doing some video previews now. Uh, so we just got some pretty cool light rings that. Uh, Hold ring lights. Up. Ring lights? Ring lights. Oh, sorry. Light rings. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to be taking some clips uh, from our podcasts, putting them up on Twitter, on uh, Facebook, letting you see what we're all about here at the uh, Fantasy DGens and how we operate here. Yeah. So. Uh, so right, right now, uh, just to give you a, give you a little bit of a image here we're, we're, we're sitting across from each other um yeah. at uh, at my kitchen table mm-hmm. uh, or sorry dining room table i don't have a table in my kitchen <laughs> that's fair um i know what you meant though yeah I, I'm, I'm i'm assuming most people did um Hopefully. yeah so we've got some actually i'm just gonna point the camera right here uh, a little bit so maybe i'll use this as a uh, I, you guys can't see it uh <laughs> maybe maybe we'll yeah, use please this mention as one of that our you're, uh looking at the camera right now i'm staring at the camera sensually same <laughs> we look fucking good man hell yeah we do <laughs> that's an f-bomb my bad <laughs> we'll, we'll bleep that out if we remember now like i said fcc allows one f-bomb okay for, for a pg i've used it i've used our you've one used f-bomb it. none of neither of us can say it again <laughs> We're, okay oh sorry i almost said it no <laughs> just joking we are cucked <laughs> okay we need to get into the news we're going long here love it uh biggest news ah uh, just kidding <laughs> i've seen your dick no. <laughs> who hasn't yeah. check out my only fans <laughs> onlyfans.com slash dj milo yeah actually it's uh only fans to see uh com so uh <laughs> Yeah, we're starting. Leonard Fournette, where is he at? Leonard Fournette, he was cut by the Jags on Monday and then picked up by the Bucks last night. After clearing waivers. After clearing waivers. He he actually was uh, picked up in the middle of our draft uh, and someone capitalized on him. Now, uh, the news broke at the uh, very beginning of the seventh round. Mm-hmm. Uh, in our draft, I had actually bef- before that had intended on taking him at uh, seven seven point twelve, mm-hmm. um, and I've I've seen him go as down um, as low as the thirteenth round. It's crazy in some leagues. Um, I, <laughs> I I I thought I was going to get him, and then that news broke. Yeah, and if you drafted within my, the last two days yeah. and got Leonard Fournette, you got a steal. Yeah, I think. for sure. So even even getting Lenny at uh, he I think he went at, he went seven point four. 
And yes, that is two picks before me. Yeah, that's a steal. Sad. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this obviously impacts Ronald Jones a fair bit. We did say earlier that Bruce Arians had put his faith in Jones, that he's still the guy. Uh, and obviously with Leonard Fournette coming to a new team, it's going to take a little bit uh, of time to get adjusted to the different schemes that Arians runs. So I would look at Jones as a safe play for at least the first two weeks of the season. And then depending on his performance, uh, you can, you'll can you have a pretty good idea whether they're going to continue rolling with Rojo or if they're going to turn to Fournette. So all of you people who drafted Rojo out there, like me. Sad, and me. And, and you. Yeah. Um, you're probably still safe to start him for the first two weeks. Yeah. Uh, if, if you need someone to start in a flex position or something, or even as your RB2 in, in deeper leagues, uh, I think you're still good to start Rojo in those matchups, he's got pretty decent matchups to start the year. Aside from New Orleans week one. Yeah. But, I mean, second, who's he playing uh, week two? Week two, the Bucks are in, uh, they're hosting Carolina. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's a smash matchup. Yeah. I, I think that uh, he's startable in New Orleans still. Maybe not expecting a huge performance there, but I think he's a smash pick in week two. Um, I, I'm not seeing Leonard Fournette as taking over too many of his snaps even if say say rojo gets three quarters of the first and second down snaps and leonard Fournette's getting mixed in there in like a quarter of them still think that uh, rojo provides good fantasy value um but i think i i think <laughs> that uh Fournette's talent is going to win out in this uh running back room yeah, you know, I, I actually I did see one um, projection, and I can't recall who it was who it was from. If it was um, if it was a fantasy expert or just someone making their own projections, mm-hmm. but I did see a projection for two hundred ninety nine carries. For Rojo? Or for, <laughs> no, for, for Fournette. Fournette. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, he's not gonna. No, he's not gonna. <laughs> like last might... year, no, no, last year he he did have two hundred sixty five carries. Yeah, uh, he he's 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 a great running back. Rushed yeah. for over eleven hundred yards. Uh, the touchdowns aren't quite there, mm-hmm. um, but he, he played on the weak Jaguars team, yeah. right? So I'm, um, I'm going to say like probably Rojo and Fournette get close to like the 150 to 200 range. Uh, I don't e- see either of them really being as strong for fantasy uh, unless it's like a week-to-week thing where you, you start them on a good matchup kind of thing or go with the hot hand. Yeah, uh, you could win on these guys, but it's a backfield I'm kind of staying away from now. Yeah, just just like I said before, this is a New England Patriots offense. <laughs> this is Brady running okay. the offense. I'm starting to buy into it now. I was, I was I've been saying it, it for weeks. I know this is going to be a Patriots offense, oh, and so this signing of Fournette makes it clear to me mm-hmm. that that's going to be the case. Um, don't, don't expect, don't expect to see, um, I know Darion Gumbawale, he was, um, he was being talked about, especially, actually they, they were saying he's going to be the third down back. I don't know if he is anymore. No, he not got, anymore. Like, you got, he still got Shady in there and they were talking about even bringing in McCoy for some and the, Yeah, too. I saw that today too. I'm like, holy crap. And then uh, it's like just this a whole, this whole situation, cuck. this whole situation screams New England Patriots. So, I will take the praise where take it is your victory due. lap over me. Go yep. ahead. Milo can be right sometimes. <laughs> it doesn't happen often, but when it does, it feels pretty yeah. cucking good. 
Yep. Uh, speaking of the Patriots, Cam Newton was announced as the week one starter for New England, as well as Dwayne Haskins in Washington and Tyrod Taylor for the L.A. Chargers. And then the, there's the Bears, who just want to withhold. Bears. Or Matt Nagy wants to withhold that information because apparently it gives them an advantage. Uh, his words, not mine. Um, I, I think that these... That at least Newton, Haskins, and Tyrod were all pretty expected. Uh, no, no surprises here. Um, if we had seen, uh, sorry, <laughs> Miles's dog is outside right now, standing on the uh, the table and kind of freaking out. Yeah, it's it's very windy uh, yeah. right now. But uh, anyway, that's her problem, not mine. Anyways, <laughs> uh, I love her. I swear. Yeah, these were uh, these these didn't come as any surprise. Uh, don't need to talk about them too much, yeah. but um, yeah, the, these guys are now confirmed to be the starters in their offenses. So draft them as you see fit. Uh, uh, a little bit, actually. Uh, you know, you, you mentioned the Patriots, and I, I do want to cut in there a little bit. Yeah, yeah, um, someone who I was uh, who I was looking at as a deep sleeper um, was uh, Mohamed Sanu. Now. My world was shattered today when we found out that um, Mohamed Sanu was cut by the Patriots. Um, he, he was someone who I, in a couple best ball leagues, I, I did take him with uh, one of my, actually with, with my very last pick. Um, because I th- he's he, he was looking like he was going to be the number two uh, in New England. This really opens the door, though, for um, for Nikhil Harry and uh, uh, Bird. I can't remember his uh I can't remember his first name. It starts with a D, but Demir, um, Demir Bird. Yes, that's thank figure you. it out. Yeah, I'll I'll be okay. Um, it opens the door for Demir Bird and Nikhil Harry. Now they're 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 fighting for that number two spot behind Edelman. Yeah, I mean <laughs> Nikhil Harry's hasn't been having the best camp. I still believe in him as a receiver. He was a first round talent. I I didn't I didn't expect him to go in the first round. To be honest. Uh, I, I saw him as more of a second-round uh, wide receiver mm-hmm. in that draft class. But he's a big-bodied guy. Cam Newton made a big-bodied guy named Kelvin Benjamin relevant for a season. Uh, and mm. Devin Funches, too, actually. Devin Funches, too. That's right. You know, So he, Newton's he, shown a tendency to go to the big-body receivers. I still like uh, Nikhil Harry in this offense. Have been moving him back a little bit from... Uh, where I had him earlier in the season or in the off season, but um, he, I I actually good. traded for Nikhil Harry and well it wasn't 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 necessarily a trade for Nikhil Harry. Um, it started off as yeah I was going after Nikhil Harry, but it turned into a huge trade, uh, which we went through uh, in a, in a previous episode yeah, where I ended up giving so. up uh, Deshaun uh, Deshaun Watson. Yeah. And jeez, um, yeah, I got I gave it Deshaun Watson. I'm getting a first. Uh, first round pick. This is our dynasty league. Nikhil Harry and uh, Debo Samuel. <laughs> in, in that, um, I don't have the trade up here in front of me, but I just know those were the key pieces that were yeah. involved. Um, so, I, I've been feeling good about Harry uh, throughout the off season, and I'm really hoping he can pay off for me. I hope so too. Um, getting on to some San Francisco wide receiver. News. My boys, we can't stay healthy, but they're my boys. Yep. <laughs> Seems like every episode there's a new receiver that goes down. It's I, it is not good. This um, week, this we, <laughs> we had uh, Tavon Austin get placed on injury reserved 
after uh, suffering a season-ending knee injury. Yeah, now seems like everyone who practices in San Francisco can't stay healthy. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Tavon um, Austin wasn't really someone that uh, was going to that you would be drafting in your leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, he's more more of a special teams guy than anything punt returner. That's all he'd be really good for. Uh, so uh, I think they could use him as some like trick plays and stuff, you know, like oh yeah, di- different uh, <laughs> offenses where like say he's he's a very speedy receiver, right? So oh, he's he's very speedy. You know, if you need well, someone you, to stretch the field, we saw we saw Richie James get into the uh, mix last year. Well, exactly, we saw right? Kendrick Bourne, who is actually going in a lot of best balls. He's looking like of a solid that pick now. He is. <laughs> he's the only one who could stay healthy. He is. Um, uh, a little bit more about the uh, the whiteouts in San Francisco. We've got uh, an update on Debo Samuel. Mm-hmm. Now Debo Samuel has been um, has been participating in practice uh, about six, uh, sixty to seventy percent capacity, um, plus uh, running some hard sprints on mm-hmm. the side. So he yeah. is looking pretty good. Well, he's he's getting on track to start week one yeah he, um, he officially has a probable tag on him for week one i wouldn't be starting him week no. one uh coming back from an injury like his uh being off for was it four weeks already uh, about a month yeah I, I i'm not confident starting him i'd wait and stash him on your bench wait yeah. until he has a good week and then if he has a good week Maybe maybe even two good weeks then start him. Yeah, you, you know I'm I'm probably in I'm probably in the camp where if he start if he has a good week one then he is in my lineup week two. Mm-hmm. Um, I have him in two uh, season long leagues and a couple more best balls. Mm-hmm. I don't have as many shares of him as I wanted, mm-hmm. just because I felt like he still was going a little bit too early, especially at the beginning of the draft season. Yeah. he was going a little bit too early for me. Oh, for sure. He was, um, he was still in that range where you're taking like guys like Cortland Sutton, yeah. T.Y. Hilton. Exactly, you know. and I'm, I'm, I wasn't taking uh, an injured Debo, especially no. at that time where we had no idea what the injury was. Exactly. <laughs> so um, yeah, I've, I've got him in that uh, in that big old eighteen teamer, uh, the the Sporter Writers League, and um, he's he's sitting on my injured reserve, and he's gonna stay there. Um, he's gonna stay there until he puts up a good week. Um, he, I, yeah, he's gonna. I I wouldn't be surprised if he puts up thirty points. On, in my IR slot one day. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> it's totally possible, yeah. right? And and when he does, I'm not going to be upset about it. Yeah, I'm just going to slot him straight into that uh, wide receiver two uh, on my team. Then I'll be I'll end up with Keenan Allen and Debo Samuel as my oh, receivers. There you go. That's looking pretty good. <laughs> not bad. And by then, I'll be able to move Rojo off because he he'll be he won't Done be the so? yeah he won't be the starter by week four, week three or four. That's what I'm thinking anyway. Uh, move Christian Kirk down to the flex, and then I'm I'm set. I'm gonna win the league. It's just, it's as easy as that. Obviously. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> it's uh, gonna come down to the kicker. I've got the best kicker in the game, Mister Robbie Solid Gold. Shut up. <laughs> uh, Get out of town. I actually tried, and I don't recommend doing it. <laughs> I was stupid, and I'm an Niners fan. I tried trading for Robbie Gold in um, in one of our keeper leagues. Yeah. I, I offered the um, I, I offered the second last pick for the <laughs> last pick <laughs> for Robbie Gold for Robbie Gold. And um, shout out to Christine. She she was smart enough to not decline that, not take that. Hard pass. Yeah. <laughs> so I gave up. I, I I think I picked up the uh the 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 money badger Michael Badgley there, there who go. is 
Is he still on uh, LA Chargers? Yeah, he's still with the Chargers. Well, speaking of the Chargers, let's talk about the Chargers backfield. This is why I do these things, Matt. You you think I just say these things for fun? There's a reason. I am Mr. Segway. Doubt. (laughs) Hard doubt. You know, why don't you... I I appreciate you, but... That wasn't set up. That was just coincidence. No, it was set up. Yeah, sure. It sure happens it was. so often. Anyways, the Chargers backfield, uh, mm. the Athletics' Daniel mm. Popper said that uh, Austin Eckler, Justin Jackson, and Joshua Kelly could all see rush, and t- rush attempts and targets in the Chargers' offensive attack this season. Uh, we've been saying that Eckler is going too high for a long time now. We have we at the beginning of the season. I think it may have been our first episode. If not our first episode, it was our second episode. No, we called we Austin s- Eckler our, our bus pick for the yeah, year. He's our bus of the year. And I did actually mention that in the draft in our listener draft last night to someone who took Eckler. Um, he he was actually chirping me. He's like, "Oh, you went with uh, I don't remember who it was. I went with it's my Chris. first two picks. It's Chris. No, it was uh, it was it was Titty Farmer. Uh, oh. He says, "Oh, you could have had Mixon." I was like. No, I'd, I'd take Mixon. Or, sorry, not. Yeah, wow. He says, You could have had Eckler. I was looking at Mixon, that's why. Oh. Uh, he's like, You could have had Eckler, and you end up taking. Um, I took a receiver uh, with that second pick. Yeah. Um, I said, No, I'm not taking Eckler. He's going to be bust. He's, he's going to bust. He's like, No, no, man. He's like, Eckler's <laughs> going to be the top 10. He's going to be a top 10 running back this year. I, I said, Bet. And then he backed off. So I think he's probably hopping on. You scared him. Yeah. I I think he's probably like, oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe Miles knows what's going on. I can see into the future, you know. Oh, can you? Uh, What am I going to talk about next then? You're going to talk about uh, football next, uh, particularly Mr. Josh Gordon. Well, actually, I was going to mention that Mike Williams is on uh, trying to start week one, but I was going off script for that. Wow. Set you up for you failure, set me bud. Up for that one. You sent you send me you send me a an agenda here, and I expect the agenda to follow. Oh, I thought we were keeping with the Chargers. It made sense. It, it did, but I mean, <laughs> anyway, Mike Williams. Uh, no, Mike. That, that was it. Mike Williams is on track to start Week One. Okay. Uh, he he had a shoulder injury, and uh, they're saying that uh, he's he's going to be probable for Week One. Now we'll get into the Josh Gordon news. Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon has re-signed with the Seahawks. Okay, so I want to I want to say something about Josh Gordon here, and everyone should know this. Um, so I'm actually going to uh, this is going to be something that you're going to see in our uh, some video content here. Do not draft Josh Gordon. He is not the 2013 Josh Gordon. It's been seven years since he was the wide receiver one in fantasy. Um, seven years. Seven years. I remember in my first year of fantasy, which was actually when Josh Gordon had his best output, I didn't have him, but I saw him dominate teams week after week. And so in my next season, I was like, I need that guy on my team. I drafted Josh Gordon in 2014, and I think I got one or two games out of him before he got suspended for the rest of the year. Yeah. And... I still haven't making playoffs in that league. Surprising. You no, know, I sometimes. I, I, it's um, it's a bit of a controversial topic um, yeah. nowadays. Anyway, with uh, the, the legalization of cannabis, some um, yeah. uh, going r- rolling through, uh, well, all over Canada now and and uh, several um, U.S. states. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think it's been decriminalized in a lot of it, states. Yeah, it's been legalized. decriminalized in in most and uh, legal in, uh, in in several. Yeah, I think they're at like what fifteen or twenty now, I, something like. Don't that. ask me. 
<laughs> so um, what? You don't have the stats no, on your computer I'm right sorry. now? I do not have those stats up. Ah, damn. And I was it, really hoping you would. I, I can get you some Canadian stats uh, that I should know off the top of my head. Yeah, <laughs> that is part of my don't job. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> anyways, he's the wide receiver three at best in this offense. I wouldn't be drafting him in anywhere other than maybe dynasty leagues you could get some value out of them but now, now I, I will add that i do have josh gordon um in our dynasty league he, he's been sitting in my uh in, in in my reserve slot one of my reserve slots for uh two years now a little over two years now and um why not yeah there are there are there are suckers out there who are still chasing that 2013 josh gordon yeah so um, I know hey, I am. Him, then uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll trade. I'll trade him to Matt. <laughs> yeah, but no, if he ends up doing Dude. something, then hey, he's there. If not, he's not taking up any roster spots. He's in my, he's on my uh, reserve. So absolutely, getting to some running back news. Alvin Kamara has been well was sitting out practice for a little while. He did return to practice, uh, but he did. he did return to practice real quick after the New Orleans Saints. It was rumored that he was sitting out of practice because of contract issues. However, uh, after hearing this report, the New Orleans Saints quickly said that uh, they were okay with trading Kamara. And the next day, he showed up at camp. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> They're like, How about oh. that? <laughs> They're like, oh, you're having contract issues? Maybe we will trade, trade you? you? And, and I was like, oh, hold up. <laughs> if Kamara had gotten traded, I don't see... Uh, as good of a situation for him in any other team other than New Orleans. No. And they utilize him the best yeah. uh, out of any team in the league, I think, uh, would. And it would have... It, it kind of impacted our draft, too, because Kamara didn't end up going to, like, the eighth or ninth spot. This has been a... Well, um, there was that news, and... This has uh, been a wild offseason. Oh, what's offseason isn't wild in the NFL, though. Uh, but... Kamara also, it was reported that he got an epidural in his spine. And he's not pregnant, so it's probably not a good thing. No, that's uh, that, that's a red flag for me. So, just, so typically, and for those of you uh, who may not be aware of what an epidural is, it's uh, primarily used for nerve pain. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when you're experiencing nerve pain as a 25, 24-25 24-25-year-old running back, Ah, it's not looking too good. Oh, I love Kamara's talent too, mm-hmm. which is, it's really too bad that uh, his football injuries have like kind of added up for yeah. this and caused nerve damage. I really pray for the guy that uh, he does end up feeling better this season and can still continue on yeah, his uh, football career because he, he hasn't got, really gotten paid yet. He's still on that rookie contract. <laughs> 800000 so, a year? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. No, well, something... Plus bonuses. Plus, but, yeah, know. plus bonuses. Um, but, but no, I, I totally understand um, why these running backs are holding out. They are playing the most dangerous position yeah. in the most dangerous sport. And, and getting paid the least. And they are getting paid $800,000 a year. Yeah, They're getting crazy. paid the least putting themselves through that. So I totally get Mamas, it. Mamas, don't let your sons grow up to be running backs. I thought that uh, song went, Mama, don't let your sons grow up to be cowboys. No, running backs. No. I, I think you misheard it, actually. Oh. Uh, it's it's kind of confusing because cowboys does sound a lot like running backs. But, you know, if, if that's what you hear, maybe that's the song. Now, if I was a betting man, I would say that uh, Miles bringing up cowboys there would... Uh, mean that we've got a segue into something about the Cowboys. 
but we don't. So uh, it's just, just another running back. Just, just Joel Mixon, back. who was another uh, person who is uh, potentially holding out uh, because of migraines. So he was not technically holding out. Well, there was, it, no, there was, spe- out there, was for... there was speculation. Yeah, but um, Joe Mixon was dealing with migraines. Mm-hmm. Now, there is a forty-eight million dollar cure for migraines, and do you know what I that think is? We brought that up earlier. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what that is? What's that? Cash. Yeah. Forty-eight million dollars straight cash cures boy migraines. Yeah. Joe Mixon was back at practice doing Joe Mixon things. Yeah. He's he's uh he's a much safer pick now. Uh, as I was highlighted never worried by, about it anyway. No, I, I wasn't either. No. Um, I'm I'm not really worried about. Camara with the contract issues more about the epidural is mm-hmm. what uh, was concerning me uh, and then you got Delvin Cook who's kind of who knows if he's going to hold out still <laughs> yeah things seem, things seem to be going alright with Dal Cook there Yeah. Um, um, final running back news we got Damian Harris who was uh, a big sleeper for me I, I was taking him in a lot of best balls and I've got him in a couple leagues he's got a hand injury and he could miss the team's season opener against the Dolphins because of it. He's been impressing in camp. He's been the clear uh, favorite at the running back position. And I th- I thought he was a steal late in drafts. You weren't getting him until like the 8th, ninth, 10th rounds. And for for a position that's as scarce uh, past the top, whatever, 15 to 20 guys at the, at the running back position, I thought that Damian Harris was great value uh, at that ADP. So this really hurts uh, a lot of owners who ended up drafting him like myself. Yeah, so now this this news broke today uh, with the Damian Harris uh, pinky finger surgery thing there. Um, I just want to toot my own horn a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Go in, for it, buddy. <laughs> in our draft last night, I was talking about how Sony Michelle will be the week one starter in new england now he will (laughs) he certainly will now so i'm I'm feeling pretty freaking good about it all (laughs) yeah yeah take take your victory i had oh what a night i i I was (laughs) oh what a night (laughs) ah man i i had a uh, rights to that song i I hope so (laughs) (laughs) we do now when we we sing it we do now (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i i just i just wanted to toot my 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 own horn on that one there um i can see into the future yeah clearly (laughs) um Moving on to our next section. That's it for our news and notes. We've already taken up a whole lot of time for this podcast. Yeah, we're about 46 minutes in. so Yeah, we might cut out one of the uh, segments we were looking for. Save it for another episode. Uh, We wanted to talk about our best strategies. Your drafts are coming up. This is the busiest draft weekend coming we're, up. we're heading into the busiest draft weekend of the year like you said yep. um and um we want to get you ready for it uh, this episode will be out um on thursday night um if, if you are one of the first to listen to it would be thursday night but uh mm-hmm. as you're waking up friday morning and yeah. on your way to work give us a listen um get ready for those drafts yeah and use these strategies in your drafts when picking players so Miles is going to tell us the first one. Yeah, I'm going to start us off, and this is a uh, this is a draft stra- strategy that a lot of experts do use. Um, it's one that I've been using for uh, a, f- a few years now, and uh, y- you'll hear a lot of um, other fantasy experts, excuse me, 
Uh, You're excused. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> you'll, hear, <laughs> you'll hear a lot of um, fantasy experts talk about the smart draft strategy. That's an acronym, by the way. Yes, it's, it's not just. <laughs> yeah, just be smart in your drafts, guys. Like, don't be idiots. <laughs> yeah, as simple, as simple as that. Um, so, yeah, your, your smart draft draft strategy. The acronym stands for S, as in system. So, when uh, when I talk about system system in the draft, is you want to make sure your player is coming from a system that's going to benefit benefit them. Uh, you don't want to be taking a uh, well, you don't necessarily want to be taking a running back from the Niners because of the system they use with the multiple running backs, uh, right? And um, hop, like hop on hop on the Seahawks running backs um, because they they are run heavy, and then the entire, the entire Chiefs offense really, but particularly the uh, the pass catchers as they are throw heavy. So that's what the S is for there. Uh, system M stands for management. We want to wait wait on quarterbacks. Um, I don't I don't like to take a quarterback um, until the eighth ninth round. Occasionally, I will um, occasionally I'll take one in the fifth or sixth, depending if uh, if I see the value. Uh, you want to pound your running backs, especially early. Uh, if, if you're taking four running backs for the first four picks, that is great. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, and you want to watch what your competition is doing in their draft. Watch what the what watch what they're looking for with the next picks. Um, follow the draft, of course. Um, when you're not picking, don't just be. Oh, I'm gonna hang on my phone. I'm just gonna go scroll some Twitter or whatever. Uh, you don't. You don't want to be doing If you're that gonna fun. be looking up anything, look up fantasy news. Oh, exactly. Draft, you know? um, but but make sure you're paying attention to what other people in your draft are doing. And then bye weeks, you want to make sure if you are taking uh, multiple running backs and um, receivers that they're not they're not gonna be having conflicted bye weeks. Or if you're in, you don't a, want to screw um, yourself over you know, in week nine because your best two running backs are exactly. on by and or, your top receiver as well. Or yeah. Something like or if you're in a uh, two quarterback or super flex league, you don't want your both your quarterbacks being on a bye because yeah. then you could end up not even starting a quarterback at all. Or like say you like a wide receiver group like the Dallas Dallas Cowboys, you don't want to draft Cooper Gallup and C.D. Lamb, or even like two out of the three. I would pick one of them. To draft, go with another team after that. Exactly. Uh, for your next wide receiver, and yeah, I mean, gotta be smart about it. Exactly. Be smart about <laughs> it. I like that. Yeah, you, you like that. <laughs> I do. I cue that up. <laughs> now uh, the A stands for age. Um, obviously, the older the player is, the more likely they're going to get hurt uh, or even decline in performance. So you want to make sure you're not taking too many. Old guy, stay away. Except Larry Fitzgerald, <laughs> smash him every year. Smash Larry year. Fitzgerald all the time because he doesn't draw passes. He gets targets. He will go. He, he will go ten catches for a hundred yards. Yeah, why not? <laughs> or even ten. I, I've seen him go uh, average less than seven yards per catch mm-hmm. in, in games. Right. Yeah. But um, yeah. So uh, you're more likely to have uh, to risk to get an injury. Uh, when you're picking older players, or obviously a declining performance, like I mentioned, so stay away from your Frank Gores. Stay away from um, your older players. Uh, the R stands for uh, reserves. Uh, so in reserves, I mean uh, handcuffing or having a deep uh, bench with players who are actually going to be getting into the games. Um, so if if you take actually one of the top top two handcuffs this year, um, you've got Alex Mat- Alexander Madison and Tony Pol- Pollard. Uh, with the um, Vikings and Cowboys, respectively. 
Um, Dalvin Cook goes down. Alexander Madison has proven that he can do a whole lot of good uh, in that offense. Yep. And same with Tony, pa- Tony Pollard. Uh, yep. Zeke goes down. The Cowboys, <laughs> the Cowboys system is not changing. They're going to feed the running back. Yeah. And they have shown that they will do that with Tony Pollard. And he's capable. He both, cert- both those players are capable running backs. They certainly are. The uh, and the T the, fi- the final uh, final letter in the in the word smart <laughs> stands for talent. You're so smart. <laughs> uh, this one might be obvious, but you want to make sure you're taking a lot of talent, um, and you're not just relying on boom or bust or breakout players. Um, now this is different in best ball, uh, where if <laughs> the more boom or bust players you have, the better. But when yeah. you're in your typical season long, you you. Stick stick to the guys you know um, who are going to do something for you. So that that's a smart strategy. Uh, a lot a lot of a lot of um, pros are using it, and um, I, I use it myself. Uh, it, it's sometimes sometimes I'll go off the book um, because you, you you have to sometimes sometimes it just doesn't. Someone will fall to you that you're like oh wait hey mm-hmm. like that's not quite maybe he's an old guy but I need the value here absolutely. So, uh, one of the ones that I like to implement in my uh, drafts is let the draft come to you. Pick players at good value. If you're going to reach for a player, know that you are potentially giving uh, up on maybe some better talent at a different position uh, because you reach for that player. So, for example, in the Sport or Writers League, I was intending on picking a running back when I picked Cortland Sutton. However, uh, because of the, the the talent difference between Sutton and the next tier of uh, wide receivers, I couldn't stay away from Sutton. Um, if someone who you feel like should be going maybe a round or two earlier ends up going uh, a little later and falls to you, why not take them? If their talent, if you believe in their ta- talent, then smash those types of picks. Also, uh, don't grab uh, quarterbacks or tight ends till later in the drafts. We've said this before. Uh, unless you can get very good value for them, uh, like I said, George Kittle, uh, Travis Kelsey at the tight end position offer significant tier difference to the next uh, tier of tight ends, and as well as like the tight end position as a whole. Uh, they can uh, contribute to your team like a wide receiver one can. Uh, they're putting up those types of points every week, basically. Uh, so like, th- those are the only two I would suggest grabbing within the top three rounds. Uh, probably rounds late, late round two, early round three, if you can get them there. Um, and then for quarterbacks... There is so much talent at that position. Yeah. Uh, you can win a league by streaming quarterbacks. People like I've done it before. Oh yeah, I've I've streamed quarterbacks. You know, you're, you're hoping to get like a good guy in your draft. However, if that doesn't happen, then you can totally stream quarterbacks and be fine. You can win weekly matchups um, if if you need a spot start. And in, in unless you're in a two quarterback or. Uh, super flex league then maybe the quarterback position is a little bit different but we're talking about uh just standard uh redraft leagues and keeper leagues uh take quarterbacks late yeah of course and my final advice is know your league 
know which teams everyone cheers for, know who the homers are, know the players that are going to reach on guys early. Um, if you're confident that, say, say you're in the middle of a round and you've got, I don't know, a, a Vikings fan and a uh, Texans fan uh, going in between your two picks or something like that, and maybe you're late in like the draft, 10th round, you know that they're going to probably take Madison. So if you want Madison on your team, probably take him before the Vikings fan does. <laughs> or if you want uh, Will Fuller, probably take him before the Houston fan does, you know? And if you really want Tom Brady. Take him in the seventh round. <laughs> take him in the seventh round like our uh, <laughs> like like our fantasy football rookie did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now that that's a case where uh, where where someone let their uh, let their let their own favorites biases, get to them. Yeah, yeah. The, their own biases get to them. He actually offered to swap picks in the sixth, uh, so he, that he could so pick that he Brady. Could take Brady in the sixth. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I I I actually didn't notice the trade offer until after the draft. Um, Probably would have been something I did because I would have. Yeah, I would have still moved, got the same guy. Yeah, I still would have got the guy I wanted, and yeah, whatever, and would have gave me another earlier pick later on in the draft. So exactly. Yeah. So that's gonna do it for this episode of the Fantasy DJs podcast. Uh, we would like to remind you to like, subscribe, leave it, leave a rating or review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to, listening to us on. Figure it out. There you go. I had such a good episode. I, I felt like I was really buzzing, not saying uh too much because I know I do that a lot. Uh, <laughs> as, and the, as I say, as he uh, says it, he does it. That's great. Uh, <laughs> it's falling apart for us here at the end. Uh, we're, we're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts. If Pretty you much. really like us, leave us a rating review. Uh, it'll get us out to more DGens out there. Uh, and help us grow our platform. We really appreciate it. Of course. Now, and and I'll also add in. Hey, if you're a um, if if you're into uh, sponsoring some podcasts or sponsoring some pages, reach out to us. We'll we'll, we'll plug we'll plug your your uh, your program into our podcast. We'll pitch it. Heck yeah. We have no we have no problem selling out. So. <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned that earlier, didn't we? <laughs> exactly. Uh, actually, before we go, um, I, I want to give a shout out to uh, our buddy uh, Matt Galindo. Um, he he actually drafted with us in uh, in, a, in a couple leagues this year. Um, he he left some interesting. I'm gonna I'm showing the the camera here, and uh, we'll we'll feature it on our our Twitter and Facebook. But we he left us some old Pilsners. style old style Pilsner, the, probably the best label you'll ever see. Oh, I love on a I, beer. I, honestly, I bought it for the first time because of the label. Like that is that's a fantastic label. The beer is not that great. I like it, <laughs> um, but that I, I hey shout out to Glendo for keeping us hydrated. So yeah. you're a simp though. You you like your standard Bud Lights. Give me some Bud Light. Give me some Nick Ultra. More. Give it to me. <laughs> I'll drink that all day long. Anyway, uh, thanks for coming out. Um, I'm I'm DJ Milo. And, I'm uh, DJ Matt. And uh, as always, stay frosty, my friends.